greatest. Boys, welcome back to episode 32 of the Review Podcast. Tonight we have an electric episode, and when I say electric, I mean electric, like electric factory. Thomas Edison electric. Uh, Ben Franklin electric, when he first discovered electricity with his little kite. Scranton electric (laughs) city type beat. Oh my god. We have an electric episode. Before we get into the the bones of the episode, I gotta introduce who's with me tonight. First, we've got Chase. You all know him. You all love him. He's here. Chase, how are you? Uh, Doing good. Weather's been kind of shit. Hasn't been hasn't been doing anything good for my uh, for my morale the last few days. Is haven't, your player morale down? <laughs> but I'm here. Uh, Michael Jordan sucks. Yeah. Oh, bold that, statement. That was a grunt of aggression. And uh, and you also might have been hearing him talk on uh, on the other side of the uh, of the screen. The co-host of the review podcast, Fonz. What's up? Uh, you know, the same as the last two times I was on the podcast. I'm doing nothing with my life. I'm trying to master Hot for Teacher and Guitar Hero, but holy shit, it's not going well. I thought I was close. Wasn't close. Not one bit. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm still breathing. I'm still eating more than I should. All is well. Nice. Yeah. And speaking of eating more than you should, before we get oh, into it. Yes. This what is, a transition. This is at- this is the story that was advertised pre-podcast. Yeah, I'm so it's, it's not a good story. It's a good story. It's not like the best story, but I thought it was worth sharing with you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I order from Domino's pretty frequently. I'm eating Domino's right now as we speak. Actually, here's my box. It's right here. <laughs> Take a look oh, at my box. box. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, I order Domino's. I live like five minutes away from the store. Uh I noticed it took them a reasonable amount of time to deliver my pizza to me tonight. Don't know why, but, uh, well, now I know why. So the guy shows up late, as of course, and uh, he comes. They do contact. Thanks for that. They do contact. Wait, I was testing it. I'm sorry. I've never used the headset before. Okay. <laughs> sorry. So they do contactless delivery because of the uh, coronavirus. So they just drop the food and leave. So he drops the food, knocks on the door, and then goes back to his car. I wasn't near the door, so it took me a few minutes. I opened the door up. This is all I ordered. This small, it's an extra small. It's not even a small. It's an extra small pizza. That's how it's categorized on Domino's app. Extra small pizza in this 20-ounce bottle of Diet Coke because you can't have pizza without Coke. So that's all that I ordered. I I show up at the door. There are Five extra large pizza boxes, <laughs> eight extra large breadstick boxes, and two two-liter bottles of Sprite. <laughs> what? None of this you ordered? That was my order, actually. I don't know why they picked up picked it at your house. That's what I eat. I look at this. I'm like, wait, something isn't right here. Obviously, somewhat. So I, I'm like, maybe it's a you part of the like an entire village at your doorstep. I'm like, maybe it's a part of like my rewards or something. Maybe I got extra pizzas for ordering so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't think it was a mistake. I just brought the pizzas inside. 
I, and then I'm like, maybe I should look at the receipt. I look at the receipt, different address, $170 worth of food spent at Domino's. Imagine these people who just spent nearly $200 on pizza and breadsticks getting this little box delivered to them. <laughs> so I would love to see that happen. I put on my running shoes and I start sprinting after the car with the receipt. Like I was, I was going all out Usain Bolt. I catch the guy on my street. I'm like way flailing my arms about. And I was like, I think I have the wrong pizza. I said, I only ordered an extra small. And he what goes, what do you mean you think? You have five extra larges. <laughs> <laughs> and you ordered an extra small. So this guy goes, yeah, I'm starting to realize that. Like, why the fuck didn't you turn around and give me the right pizza? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might just think I gave you the wrong pizzas. No. So- so I'm standing out, like Chase mentioned, the weather sucks. It's pouring rain. I'm standing in the pouring rain in my in my shirt, and this I'm wearing exactly what I was wearing. I had my jersey on too. Barbecue salsa. I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> and, and my Nike running shoes. And this guy has the audacity to go, "Oh, I like the jersey." I'm like, "Give me my pizza and leave." Jesus I don't Christ. Rain outside. You have caused me to run down the street with no umbrella, have you? Chasing after my extra small. <laughs> no umbrella. Oh, you have caused this. And he has the audacity not to apologize. He goes, Oh, yeah, I'm starting to realize that. And then sees the jersey and goes, Nice jersey, by the way. Like, dude, give me my pizza. So I have to run back to my house. Who do you think you are? I am. I have to pick up the five large pizzas and three breadsticks and two liter soda cans to bottles, carry it out to this guy's Honda Civic and get my extra small pizza. (laughs) It was a stressful situation, but I just polished off the pizza and I'm ready to go. Wow. That was. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, I'm lost for words. Yes. A modern day tragedy. <laughs> I'm just wondering why the lack of umbrella was mentioned, but I'm just going to go with it. And I started, as you said it, I, I am, I started to imagine you just running so fast that you would have just like taken off. <laughs> you just like floating with the pizzas, like in between your legs. You just like <laughs> drop them on them. You, you like carpet bomb them with the pizza. Listen, do do that for about 30 more minutes and you might get to where I am now. In your <laughs> I, basement I, in front of a computer? You should write a book called The Great Pizza Chase. Somehow I, I manage. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> the first sentence. With my arms. <laughs> make a YouTube video. Just the first sentence. Without an umbrella, I trekked across my street to give this man the five extra large pizzas. He accidentally dropped at my door. I have an HBO comedy special. Here I go again. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen again. But I just thought that that was a story worth sharing with all of you tonight. But the real reason why we're here, we have, for the first time ever, a debate. A real scheduled debate, a town hall, well, if you will. Yeah, keyword is scheduled because normally there's a lot of yelling matches. Yeah, normally we debate and argue on every episode. But the ribs! This is what I like to call organized chaos. So this is going to, this is scheduled uh, harassment of one another, if you will. We are going to be debating, Fonzie, co host. Yeah, um, so we will be debating the age old question. Who is the greatest of all time in the NBA? Now, 
The, the popular opinion in which I support is that it's Michael Jordan. That's what you see most of the time, with LeBron James also sprinkled in a good amount. But Brendan Bullett has thrown in, in, in my eyes, a wild card. He says Kobe Bryant is better than both LeBron and Jordan. Fonzie, do you see my hat? No, that's because I just threw it in the ring. <laughs> you didn't have a hat on to start the podcast. <laughs> Matt is the only one with the hat. <laughs> he just... Oh! Oh, shit! He did what it. Happened? Did he I threw his it? hat. In, he threw his hat in the ring. Oh my goodness! How about now? That <laughs> <laughs> I would sign with the snobby salesman. You know what the best part of that is? Is that you could have literally just stood up and just like thrown anything, and they could have thought that it was a hat because they don't see us. Yeah, yeah that's no. true. So that no, I, I know. I, I think so it, it was, was actually, ironically, a white Boston Celtics hat. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> but, right, yeah, so. we came together in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic, running out of things to talk about, losing a co-host to the review podcast, gaining a new co-host. And all that's going on, we came together and decided, why don't we just, like, bring back, especially with the last dance on, uh, why don't we bring back the age-old conversation, who's the greatest? So we each have picked a side, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. We have each, I have not done more research for a podcast than I have for this one. We have each done our research, brought statistics forth to the table, and we're just going to hash it out for the next, who knows? This is going to get intense. Disclaimer. What we say on the podcast doesn't reflect what we really think about each other. There may be some mean <laughs> things said. There may be some... We are going to throw out the golden rule. Do unto others what you wish be done unto you, whatever it is. That's, that is how you want to be treated? You yeah, could have just said that? <laughs> <laughs> I learned that in kindergarten, Brendan. Listen, that is thrown out the window tonight, and we are flannels off, baby. We are going at it right now. So I'm how about, excited. How about now? How about now? So we're just going to see where this goes. We don't know that we're going to come to a conclusion. I don't think we will, but we're going to hopefully make you, the listeners, come to a conclusion, your own conclusion. And if you like this, let us know, and we can do it for other sports, too. Like tennis and esports. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the best Rocket League player? <laughs> that let's no, but let's debate over Overwatch characters. <laughs> I think there's only one way to start this off, and that's with opening statements. And, well, see, I was just going to say the same thing. And Great who wants – I feel like – who wants to go first? Is anyone that wants to go first? Your card should go. go first, and that's Chase, because I think you draw the short end of the stick in this debate. Hmm. In oh, terms really? of statistical standpoint and, like, the popular opinion, you well, know, LeBron has less rings than the other two. Yeah, I, think I was going to say, honestly, start. to start off – Mo I feel like most people – I'm not the most invested person in basketball. I will say that myself. Never have been. Kind of bores me sometimes. But I think that the reason people would not agree with me for LeBron for LeBron being the greatest player is just a lack of championships because I feel like that's kind of how it's marked in almost every single nationally national sports league is basically just based on your – I said basically a lot. It's just – based on your amount of championships where Jordan has six Kobe has five right and then LeBron has three I still I think it's a fair comparison but I think mainly it should come down to 
not not necessarily just like average points or anything like that. Maybe just like who is on their team. Because there's a lot that you can and can't do, especially in basketball, because there's so many more. That's why I think, honestly, basketball players are probably one of the biggest athletes or not. Sorry, not biggest best athletes in like all of the leagues that we have here in America, because they have to do so much. And I feel like that's why it's so difficult to play in the NBA is because you have to be so good at multiple things. So I feel like a lot of it could have to do with not necessarily just the one player, but the team that he's surrounded with, which is the reason, the main reason that I think that Michael Jordan is not the best player. So as well as that's the main reason for Michael Jordan, as well as Kobe a little bit, because I'm just going to go out and say it. Kobe couldn't have done jack shit without Shaq. I mean, let's let's be real. Okay, Brendan, but LeBron, LeBron couldn't have done jack shit without Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. No, Bosch. no, I, I, I completely <laughs> under, I understand that. But I just mean, like, from, five, from a five championship standpoint, Kobe didn't... It's kind of hard for, like... Obviously, there has to be somebody's, like, partner in crime on an NBA team. You can't just have, like, one player and they Dirk. completely... And they completely turn the team around. But, like, I don't know. Like, just that, like, another Hall of Famer who was that consistent throughout his whole career, like, along with Kobe in the form of Shaq, I feel like is another kind of, like, reason I don't agree with Brendan necessarily, as well Well, as... I think think it goes both ways. I think Shaq couldn't have done it without Kobe. Yeah. But I'll let you finish. We'll have time for rebuttals. As well as Michael Jordan... The whole fucking team was built around him. Okay, the whole team snaps for that built around the man. Yeah, given that. that he's the best. Okay, you know what? No, I, not at all. He could not have that. Could he have done it without Dennis Rodman? Why'd they bring Dennis Rodman in? Michael they Jordan put, just wanted Dennis a Rodman. Dennis Rodman is the only other player that was needed on that team to win a championship. No. Yeah, uh, I said it. Scotty Pippen was no. not needed on that team. Oh. I said it. Okay. Scotty no Pippen was not needed on that team. Oh. Scotty Pippen let's, is overrated. Uh, he is I, overrated. Brendan, let's just let's just let him. I no, 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 no. It's it's Brendan Brent? next. It's Brendan next. It's Brendan's turn next. This might take a while. When I when I think about winning and success in sports, especially in the NBA. I think about dominance. I think about championships. I think about transcending athletes for the sport. And you have to take into account what they were working with, as Chase mentioned, which was a fantastic point. And it's going to be tough to have, not tough to have this debate, but a little bit tough to have this debate given how similar some player, how, how similar these players are in some aspects and how different they are in other aspects. I think the easiest argument to have here is LeBron versus Kobe. And I think the hardest argument to have is Jordan versus Kobe. The, in my opinion, the better argument <clears throat> is Jordan versus Kobe. So I won't bring my numbers to the table yet, but let's just let's just talk about this for a second. I just I I I just thought of one more thing to mention to not yeah. to go against you, Brendan. Another another thing on Matt because he seems so very confident in the uh, in him saying Scottie Pippen was not needed, but uh, they played in a completely different NBA. Yeah, a tougher NBA. No. <laughs> yes. Are you all. kidding me? Not at all. A much tougher not NBA. 
All there were 27 teams when they won their first two or three championships, which means the teams had more talent on each team. Look at the Pistons. Look at all these teams that were stacked. Stockton and Malone on the Jazz. They were better. They were together. They had more people to go against in a smaller quantity, just like Bill Russell. I'm sorry. Had- Can I finish my opening statement, please? Oh, all right. right. <laughs> this is going to get so good. Listen, when you talk about the <laughs> aspects that I mentioned, dominance championships – transcending athletes in their sport. Fonzie, I'm going to ask you specifically. Do these categories, to you, sound like things that would describe a dominant, successful, and transcending player in the NBA? Being named to the all-NBA first team. Sure. Say yes or no. It's a podcast. They can't see you. I said sure. You took a while. All defensive team. Oh, who did that too? Michael Jordan. Listen, I'm not saying who won it. I'm just saying, is it uh, is it a successful yes. feat? Yes, Jordan did it nine times. Okay, Kobe did it 12 times. Simmer well, down. Jordan had to play in a man-on-man defense, and they played in a zone defense when Kobe was there because it was an illegal rule until 2001 and two where they couldn't play zone defense. It was man-to-man. Okay, but Michael Jordan's competition was severely less talented than the rockets the jazz are you what do you mean Kobe bryant had to compete with 13 other mvp caliber mvp caliber players year in year out it's stockton not as malone not as akeem not are all these players not as clyde drexler not keep going give me more because for each one of those players there is two in kobe bryant's era but i'll continue total regular season points yes yeah, it's pretty cool, I guess. But. Total rebounds. Yeah. Total assists. Sure. Three-point percentage. Sure. Three well, not as, not, percentage. Sorry, three-point percentage is not as important, but it's 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 a cool What, are you going to take have. twos your whole life? Sure. Much like Michael Jordan did. Oh, so what? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, being able to hit three-pointers is pretty key to winning. It's yeah, more points. <laughs> So LeBron what? James had a better field goal percentage than Kobe. Just, just Woo! out there. He averaged. Listen, listen. Know, you'll have I, your turn. I know. I'm just, I'm just adding that, more. Can I just? He, I'm not he also say- averaged four more points throughout uh, his career. Okay. LeBron is also a bigger one-man show than Kobe is. Yeah, but LeBron, LeBron passes the basketball. Uh, why does Kobe have more all-time assists than Michael Jordan and LeBron James? What? What? Because he played longer. So you're saying that Kobe – you said that LeBron James passes the basketball, and then I say that Kobe Bryant has more all-time assists than both Because he's played so, longer. Because he played longer. LeBron James is still playing. Okay. Well, that means he's still got time to cover that. Right. And now I'm defending Chase here because I think LeBron's better than Kobe too. Why? Tell me why. Look at him, all right? You, look really, at you really want to into this one right now, do you? I, I really – look at little. I'm pulling out my papers. Well, I don't need papers. Me and Chase have a mind of gods. Okay, you're wrong, but... <laughs> wow, is that because I'm fat? Way to go, Brendan. Anyway, <laughs> LeBron James single-handedly carries teams. He had Kevin Love, all right? He had Kevin Love on the Cavaliers. He had Kevin Love and, and Kyrie Irving. Irving? And Kyrie. Sure. And, and Tristan Thompson, who led the league in rebounds. <laughs> Tristan Thompson's a fucking bum, okay? He's a bum who led the league in rebounds. He'll cheat on his girlfriend, but he led the league in rebounds. Yeah, and Dennis Rodman will point a gun to his throat, but he led the league in rebounds. It doesn't matter what they did outside the league. You just, you just helped your own argument. Dennis Rodman's good. 
Yeah, I never said Dennis Rodman wasn't good. When did I say that? Chase, have I ever said that Dennis Rodman isn't a good basketball what player? Make is that LeBron is a one-man show. You said he had Kevin Love and he had Kyrie, but that was it. He had Tristan yeah, Thompson, too. Re- LeBron had a, I mean, Michael Jordan had a whole cast around him. No, no, no. He did not have a whole cast. He had Dennis Rodman. He had Scottie Pippen, who was a B player at best in my eyes. And he had a bunch of scrubs coming off the bench. Do you know Max who Bill Cartwright is? Was a scrub? Who? Steve Kerr was a scrub? Yeah, he was a scrub. Horace Graham was near the end of his prime. Near the end of his prime? Yeah, he was a, think about it, right? He went there and went to Orlando. Orlando was where he was good. Okay. He had Tony Kukoc, overrated. Good on one team and left doesn't mean that was his prime. He was a great defender for the Bulls. Great defender. Yeah, you know who was a better one? Jordan was. Jordan was the best defender of all time as a shooting guard. Are you kidding me? Look at, look at the way he defended, all right? Michael Jordan played in a man-on-man league where zone defense was illegal and unable to be played with, which is what Kobe got to play in. He got to play in a different type of defensive era, along with LeBron. But I want to attack Kobe right now because I have nothing against LeBron. He's the a great player. Zone defense wasn't a thing. I mean, the Lakers didn't run a zone defense for 15 years. But they could. They did. Yes, but they played man-to-man a lot, and Kobe was one. When you mentioned man-to-man defenders in the NBA, Kobe Bryant's name is right at the top. It's no, top Michael two. Jordan's he's name. Not two. Yeah, no, he's two. Jordan's one. Go ahead. You said you were going to attack Kobe. Go ahead. I'm waiting. What was I going to? I attack Kobe about what? <laughs> no, I'm lost now. Now I'm lost of focus. Oh, I want to attack Kobe and then started saying things and then stopped. Here, let me finish my opening Wait. statement. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is getting out of hand. Yeah, let him finish his opening statement. I've been interrupted too many, too many damn times already. Well, it was really like one really long ass time. <laughs> See, there it is again. <laughs> there it is again. I don't need this attitude. Bottom line, when you're mentioning championships, dominance. Success in their own sport, transcending in the world of sports. Kobe Bryant, in my eyes, is number one. The fact, excuse me, the fact that he can beat out the greatest athlete of all time amongst the popular vote in the world, when you think greatest basketball player of all time, you instantly think Michael Jordan. The fact that he can beat him out in so many categories in terms of both sides of the ball on defense and offense, being named to all NBA first teams, all NBA defense teams, winning arguably one less championship. But if you look at the cast that Kobe had around him versus MJ, Fonz, you can't deny that Kobe had less of a cast around him than Michael Jordan did when he won championships. Would like, you, you rather fact they're literal statistical facts that dennis rodman scotty pippen john paxson all hall of famers first ballot all all-star appearances all nba first defense teams all nba first offense teams all those players did that kobe had Shaq for three years and then had what pau gasol for the last two pau Gasol was nasty are you kidding me does not even live up to the standard that Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and Horace Grant set forth in no, the Chicago. Horace Post- Grant, no, Scottie Pippen. He, 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 I mean, Scottie Pippen wasn't. Scottie Pippen wasn't that good, but the bottom line is he was. What Scottie did Scottie Pippen do without Jordan? What did he do without Jordan? What would Jordan do without Scottie Pippen? It's the he same thing with Shaq. What would Shaq do without Kobe? It's the what same argument. Do, what would Kobe do without it's, Shaq? It's the same argument. It's just. But, you're telling, yeah, but you're telling me, I'm literally bringing you facts that say that these players that Kobe played with were not as good as the players on the Bulls, not nearly as good as the players on the Bulls. You can sit here and say, oh, Scottie Pippen wasn't good, 
But Scottie Pippen was a great basketball player. The best number two player of Dennis, all. Let me ask you a question. Do you know who Bill Wennington is? Yes, I do, actually. Why? Because I watched The Last Dance. Exactly. He's the Bulls. <laughs> yeah. What, he was horrible. That's he was, one. He was not good. What about Rusty LaRue? You know who the fuck Rusty LaRue is? Buddy, get, get, talk about Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman and Horace Grant and John Paxson and Steve Kerr. They were all on the team. Kobe didn't even have guys nearly up to the talent level that they were. So Shaq wasn't near the talent level of them. That's one guy. Kobe, Shaq. Name me another. Pau Gasol. No, they didn't play on the Better same. World Peace. Did, oh, my God. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Ron Artest was a great role player on the team that carried like Steve Kerr. Ron Artest and Dennis Rodman are comparable players. Yes, no. Absolutely not. No, if you were to compare players by position, you look at a who was the Bulls' big man? Who was the Bulls' big man? Wellington. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He wasn't that good. The man they had that was their real big man was Dennis Rodman. How tall was Dennis Rodman? He was what? six foot seven. How tall was Shaq? Seven feet tall. How tall was Paul Gasol? Also no, seven it, feet tall. Question. Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Horace Grant, John Paxson, Steve Kerr, all Hall of Fame players, all NBA first-team caliber players. Paul Malone, Gary Payton, all of Kobe's no, teammates. They played on the team. Yeah, they did. They played on Kobe. They played with Kobe. Paul was, Malone? Yeah, look it up, bud. Get your facts straight. It was, it was uh, Gary Jay- Payton. Kobe. No, like, they don't want a championship together. You know why? Why? You know why? Because they weren't a cast around him. Kobe, Kobe they, had a Kobe with Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Shaquille O'Neal should have won a championship, and they didn't. Kobe came off the bench when they played together for the first three years of Kobe Bryant's career. He came off the bench when Michael Jordan entered the Bulls organization. He immediately started in 1985. Immediately started. Kobe Bryant did not start a game for the first three years of his career. The championship rosters of the Lakers were not nearly as good as the championship roster of the Chicago Bulls. And that is a fact. That is a plain, outright fact. You cannot deny that Michael Jordan had a bigger cast around him. I'm not saying that 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 cast was why Michael Jordan won. Michael Jordan is a great basketball player. In my eyes, the second best basketball player of all time. Don't try to fight me on it. I'm going to. I know you're going to, but let me finish. <laughs> Michael had a cast around him, and that's why he was able to win six championships in the 1990s. Okay? He probably would have won without those guys. Maybe not six, but he would, he would have been as successful and as good of a basketball player without them. But Kobe Bryant was able to win five with absolutely no cast around him. Shaq, that's it. You can't don't say Pau Gasol is at the same level as Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, and Horace Grant, because he's not. Metal World Peace, not at the same level as those guys, because he's not. If you look at these championship rosters from each of Kobe Bryant's five rings and compare them side by side with each of LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan's six rings, it is not comparable at all. Michael Jordan had the better team around him. That's my two cents. I think Michael Jordan had the better team around him, but I mean, I also just looked it up as we were talking about, or as you guys are talking about it. Paul Gasol is the twenty eighth, has the twenty eighth most rebounds of all time, and Shaq has is fifteenth. So Kobe, when he was playing there, he had at the two time. of the top thirty. Not on the same team at the same time. Two no, different I know, but I mean, after he still had a sick cast around him. Not cast. 
Brennan, I'm looking at the 1999-2000 NBA championship roster of the LA Lakers, okay? Yep. I have that in front of me as well. Ron Harper, a good player. Kobe good. Bryant. A good player. Let's leave it at that. Yes, Ron no. Harper, a good household name. That is it. The Bulls had three great players. The Lakers had a ton of good players. Oh, Bulls had more than three great players. Steve Kerr wasn't a great player. He was a role player. Okay. John Paxson, great player. Horace Grant, great player. Horace Grant played for the Lakers, too. All right? He wasn't just with, with Jordan. He played with the Lakers, too. Played with the Magic, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can't just say Horace Grant's the reason the, the Bulls won championships. But Horace Grant wasn't on the Lakers' championship roster except for one year. Exactly. He won a championship with them. He was, on the, he was coming off the bench. Yeah, he was on the Bulls roster for one year when they yeah, won a championship. starting player. So Horace what? Coming off the bench in L.A. So what? He was still Horace Grant. Yeah, but he's a different Horace Grant than you saw in the 90s. 2001 Horace Grant was not the same Horace Grant you saw in the late 90s. That's because they had Shaq in front of him. Shaq was getting the rebounds instead of Horace Grant was getting the rebounds for the Bulls when they didn't have Rodman. When okay. Rodman was on the bench, they had Horace Grant in the rebounds. The argument is Horace Grant isn't a pivotal player on the Bulls team. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. You just, just said that he was getting all the rebounds. He was getting the rebounds when Robin wasn't on the court. But when Robin was on the court, they had a more dominant presence in the paint because he could get all the boards, put the ball down court, put the ball in Michael Jordan's hands because he was by far the best player on that team and in the league and of all time where he would take the clutch shots to win the game. Okay, but Horace Grant is, is still a great player. I mean, when you think about all-time greatest defenders, sole defenders, Horace Grant was not an offensive player. Sole defenders, Horace Grant is mentioned a lot. If you look it up, Horace Grant mentioned a lot. One of the game's transitional defenders. And that's been mentioned multiple times. And look at the teams he's gone to. The Orlando Magic, the Chicago Bulls, the Lakers. He is a great player. He came to the Lakers at the end of his career and came off the bench. It's a different, you can't compare that Horace Grant to the Horace Grant in Chicago. Because they're two different players. I, I still don't think he was as pivotal. I, I feel like... When you think of the Bulls, who do you think of? You think of three players, right? The you one that has a goddamn shoe brand, obviously. I'll have shoe brands. No, but like... Bottom end doesn't. <laughs> oh, I'm saying the three players that we're talking about right no, now. No, I, I know. I just made <laughs> teams. When you think of the three players that you think about that you associate with the Chicago Bulls, who do you think about? The, the big three, Pippen, Rodman, and Jordan. Okay. Now, when you think of the Lakers, who do you think about? Kobe Bryant, and that's it. <laughs> And that just shows bullshit. <laughs> Why? Because you wouldn't even think to compare Kobe Bryant to... I like, think I, Dwight I don't to... on the Lakers. Hey, don't diss Dwight. <laughs> no, I'm just Listen. kidding. He was fucking terrible. Yes. But, um... <laughs> Still is. Once again, you look at the Lakers 2000 roster, though. You've got Ron Harper, a good player. Kobe Bryant, a I mean, great player. AC Green, another great player. A big man if you get boards. Shaquille O'Neal, in my eyes. Before in my life. Before and you haven't done your research. I have. I looked at the roster. I've just never heard of AC Green before. He spent 15 I, years in the NBA. What do you mean you haven't heard of him? I, I, there's lots of players who spent 15 years in the NBA that you can go not hearing about at all. All right. Well, let's continue. All right. Rick Fox, a great role player. Robert Horry, a good rebounder. Derek Fisher, kind of a dick, but a pretty good point guard. Like Tyron Lue, he's notorious for being stepped over by Allen Iverson. That's where it starts to go downhill. But you have more players 
that were better on the bench and the deeper end of your team than the Bulls had. Oh, I 100% disagree, Fonz. The Bulls weren't as deep as a team as the Lakers were. That's they just false. They didn't fall. need to be. Well, they no, and they because were. Because they had Michael Jordan. They, they were deeper. They were. <laughs> Fonzie, you're just saying these names and, like, giving them the stature that they were good players. Derek Fisher was not a good player at all. You're saying he was a bad player? I, I, he was mediocre at best. So he was and good. N- no, I, n- no, he was he not was good. good. Yes, he was. No, he was not good. You're just saying this like, oh, Derek Fisher, kind of a dick, but good player. Derek Fisher, to set the record straight, was not a good player. Compare Derek Fisher to Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr was better. Steve Kerr was better for a season. What? No, <laughs> no. Steve Kerr had a better career than Derek Fisher did. So what? He had a better career when Jordan... So you just said for one season, I say he had a better career, and you go, so what? Yeah, well, here's the thing. When I he mean, had I better... keep proving you wrong, and you keep picking out different things. Just admit it that the Bulls had a better team. I will never. I mean, Chase <laughs> agrees with me. The Bulls just had a better team I, than, I, I than do. The, the Miami Heat, than the they Lakers, than the Cavs, than the Lakers now. No, they had a better overall team. They had a better oh. front office, too. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly... When Jared Krause excluded... No. Oh, my God. He was the best general manager of all time. I hate Jerry Krauss. I mean, he was the reason in the end that they fell apart, but he is also the reason <laughs> that they were as good as they were. <laughs> I feel Phil Jackson takes a lot of that, too. But Phil Jackson was also coaching both the of the teams that we were talking about. Right. I, I feel yeah, like Phil Jackson takes tons of the credit. Well, Greatest yeah, coach of all time. And you, you got to think. Will these players be as good as they, I feel like Jordan would have because Jordan was as great as he was when all he didn't have them would still be good. But would LeBron be the same with Tyron Lue? LeBron came to Cleveland already being LeBron. LeBron went to Miami. I mean, granted, when LeBron, he was the best high school player in the nation. uh, There was no doubt about it. Skips Skips college, comes right out of high school into the NBA, gets drafted by his hometown team, and immediately makes a difference. Granted, that team sucked. Oh, my. They were so (laughs) bad. That's kind of of why I give him credit. It's because he just turned it around. So did Michael Jordan. Uh, Yeah, they made the play. Yeah, he did. He fucking did it. Are you not going to look at Michael? Turn the Cavs around. He didn't completely turn the Cavs around because the well, Cavs. Not completely, but he helped them win a shit ton more games. They were a terrible team before. As were the Chicago Bulls when they drafted Jordan. Yes, but here's what you have to understand. The Bulls were built around Jordan. Because he was the best player of all time. They built a team around him. Fonzie, in they 1985, they Michael Jordan was the best player of all time. They said because no, he didn't have enough to prove. They saw his potential in his future, which then led to six championships, which is why they said, we need to build around this kid, which is why the they got him and gave him an all-star team. Because players wanted to play with the best player ever. They didn't know he was the best player ever in 1985, Fonzie. They didn't start the team building in 1985. It really started in 90, if anything. They start why? Because that's when they get Rodman. The whole thing is complete. Without Rodman, that team is nowhere near what they were. Matt, huh? you just said that they built it off of potential. Yeah, you keep, built keep writing off Scottie Pippen for something. You can't say they built I'm it off of. To. You can't say they built teams off of potential. Otherwise, Greg Oden, where the hell would he be if it, if they just build teams off it, of potential? They didn't build the Bulls after the first season right away. It took time. Odin, Sean Marion, Lamar Odom, like all those players, great potential and flopped. I agree with Chase 100%. Greg Odin is completely different out of the question. 
All right. Greg Oden was just he was the injury prone one who just didn't make it through a single season healthy. They wouldn't build a team around that. That wouldn't happen. Michael Jordan, on the other hand, his rookie season averaged 28.5 points per game. You're making a huge mistake in assuming that these front offices and teams had the knowledge that we do now. You keep saying everybody wanted to play with the greatest of all time. In Michael Jordan's rookie season, they didn't know he was the greatest of all time. It's a very different viewpoint. It wasn't built in one season. No, but Jerry Krause changed the entire outlook of the Bulls team, starting with Michael Jordan. Two years later, he brings Rodman in. And then a few years after that, he brings Rod- I mean, sorry, Pippen, and then Rodman in in 1990. This team was given the parts. And here's another perfect example. If Michael Jordan was the greatest of all time and didn't need a cast around him, how come he didn't win a championship from 1985 until 1991? What do you mean? He had the Celtics to go against and the Lakers to go against. But, but, well, a, and the Pistons to go against. The but, Pistons. But, the bad boy Pistons. But, but Fonzie, he couldn't win until they brought those parts in. Until Pippen and Rodman and Horace. Who, com- who completed it? Did he, win with, did he win with just Pippen? No. With Rodman, too. You're just proving exactly. my point. He needed I'm a good cast. That he needed Rodman. And Pippen. Kobe needed Shaq. Shaq needed Kobe. They wouldn't have won without one of them. Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman alone would have won the same amount of championships without Scottie Pippen. Yes. Or high. You're just playing devil's advocate for the sake of playing devil's advocate. No, I'm not. Why? That's how I feel. Why do you keep writing Scottie Pippen off? Like, because what, what you, is it? When Scottie Pippen was put to a team that didn't really have that strong of a cast, say he was of the Trailblazers, he had a Clyde Drexler. What did they do? Coming off of a, for most people, career ending knee injury. His career was on the downhill. He'd been playing in the NBA for 13 years at that point. He goes to the Trailblazers at the latter part of his career, still rehabbing from a knee injury, which is severely career-ending for most NBA players. Severely career-ending. Scottie Pippen with the Bulls, fully healthy, fully in his prime, the greatest second player in the league at that time. Why do you keep writing? Stockton and Malone? We're Stockton and Malone? Just nothing? No, but they weren't the best. John Stockton's one of the best point guards of all time, and Carl Malone's pop. Now you're the saying Paul, of all time. John Stockton were better than Jordan and Pippen. No, I'm saying that you are. What are you saying? Overlooking, you are overlooking a player like Carl Malone, who really I wasn't a secondary over- player. A player like it's- John, I am because there were players that were better than him. And when he went to a different team, and when he went to a different team, say the Rock of the Hills with Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, and Kenny Smith, a te- and Hakeem Olajuwon, a team that should have won a championship, didn't. Happened to Carl Malone when he went to the Lakers. Carl Malone was old when he went to the Lakers. Gary Payton was still good. The Trailblazers and injured. What? Buddy, it's the same argument back and forth. We can keep comparing players all day. <laughs> I don't know then why we're right. comparing players all day. Okay, let's do it. The bottom line, Fonz, you're saying that Jordan could have done it either on his own or with just Dennis Rodman. Michael Jordan didn't win a championship until the Bulls built him that super team in 1991. Did Kobe win a championship without Shaq before he won one with Shaq? No, but he did after. <laughs> because he had Shaq. And then the next year, he had Shaq. Well, next year. Shaq. And who did, when Shaq left, who did he have? He had Pau Gasol. Saul is not on the same level as Scottie Pippen or Dennis Rodman. <laughs> but here was what Kobe needed. Kobe needed the supporting cast and a good role player set up on the bench. One player. Name me another player from that Lakers team that adds to the cast. 
Did you not see the shots that Ron Harper and Derek Fisher and Metal World Peace were hitting in the 2010 NBA Finals? Saying right now. I am saying that those players played important roles on those Lakers teams. Yes, they played important roles. Did they play the same roles that Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen played on the Bulls? Absolutely not. But Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen were taking up space that those bench players were taking up on the Lakers. They didn't have the ability to sign this deeper bench that the Lakers had in 2010 or hell, even in 2000 to sign those players to get those players on your bench. They weren't deep. And I know you're going to disagree with me, but they weren't deep. Bill Cartwright was not a good center. He was what? not Why? good. He wasn't a good center. Because he was over. He was not as good as Rodman. Rodman was the man who got why? the rebounds. Why? Ro- what do you mean, because why? Because you're saying why? Like, tell me why. Give me some numbers here. Just because you're Bill Cartwright and Wennington and Paxson and Kerr weren't better than these other players just because you're saying they weren't good enough. Why, though? What proves that they weren't? And if you give me a number that says that they weren't as good as the team, the team parts in the Lakers, then I'll shut up. Let me pull up a couple of stats real quick. In the meantime, oh yeah, I, I want to hear from Chase. Chase hasn't. I want to hear from Chase. I've just been letting you guys hash it out. <laughs> I don't. I am way too much, way too far out of my element here. I don't pay attention Chase, to basketball enough for this. Good. Listen, I don't watch basketball either. <laughs> no, I know, but you like. Yeah, I know that, but you like know stuff. I don't. <laughs> Let me call back to earlier. Chase, you had a pretty decent argument against Fonz, and I'd like to see you pick at it a little bit more because I kind of jumped the gun and stepped on your toes a little bit, which I apologize for. You had a good argument earlier when you started talking about what LeBron didn't have and how LeBron changed the Cleveland Cavaliers organization when he was first drafted and his successes in Miami and his successes back in Cleveland compared to the successes of Jordan and the cast that he had. I'd like to see you go on that a little bit more against Fonk because you had something going there. Oh, God, I'm going to try to remember what I was going to say. Uh, let let, me, let, let LeBron, me think for a memento. Turned around, the, uh, turned around the Cavs when he first came in. Well, yeah, he completely – he made them from a shitty team to a completely playoff – not I wouldn't say playoff ready, but, like, they made it to the playoffs after that. I mean, it's like, granted, it's one player. I know I said it's, like – I know I, I said it's – and I still agree with this. It's basically impossible to win in the NBA with only one good player. Which, again, kind of helps prove the argument about why Michael Jordan couldn't do jack shit without Scottie Pippen or Dennis Rodman. You can't win championships just being one person. I just feel like that's completely impossible. And saying that he could have that – what was it, Matt? You said that Michael Jordan could have done it without Scottie Pippen? Yes. Is insane. That's what, what? That's three Hall of Fame players in your starting lineup at one time? And those are that's just the big three, right? Maybe who who else? Horace Grant, he was there, right? So that's yeah, Horace Grant was there. Mm-hmm. And he... <laughs> uh, Horace Grant was a very influential player a... on that. Very. Chase has and a great point. It, it keeps going. That kind of collides with Matt's point about them not being deep. He's another one of the top rebounders in the league, and you keep saying that he was just there to fill Dennis Rodman's space when Dennis Rodman was tired. He was another top 50 rebounder that they had on their team. You can't just play him off as, say, another bench player and just call him awful and say that the Bulls weren't deep because he was completely there, and he honestly could have been the— if he is probably 
close to equal with Dennis Rodman for rebounds. No. <laughs> no. I think the no. Bills could have... Sorry, not the Bills. Bulls still could have been successful. <laughs> the Bills. The Bills, <laughs> Bills are the best yeah. team in NBA history. <laughs> yes. The Bills. I like the Eagles from Seattle. Those are That's my favorite NHL team. Who doesn't love the Seattle Eagles? Uh, great team. But kind of to continue on that, you can't really say that they're not a deep team when they have a top 50 rebounder just chilling on their bench. Well, he wasn't there for all the years that they won championships. He went to Orlando in 94. He wasn't there when they were really in their prime. 95, 90. No, no, that's when. Yeah, no, Orlando 94. Magic, 94 was their year. Yeah, exactly. 94 was the year when they got Horace Grant and Shaq and Penny and all those players all together. But then you look at 94, Jordan left the league. Jordan left the league in 94, which is when the Knicks and the Rockets were in the NBA Finals. Also yep. the same week, O.J. Simpson committed murder. Same so day. <laughs> same day, yeah. Same day as Game 7. No, I think it was like Game 5 of the Finals. Game 5, when when the chase happened. Yeah. I was just watching that period for 30 days. So good. But so you, good. you look at that, and Jordan wasn't in the league. And look at how much the league changed. Yeah, there it is, Chase. But you look at how much the league changed in 1994. The Bulls would have most likely been in that. Sorry, my headset fell. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. Off your head. <laughs> but Michael, off, my, off my desk. Oh. <laughs> Michael Jordan leaves the Bulls in 94 to go play baseball. Wildly successful career in the AAA, by the way. <laughs> Which is when Space Jam was made, and he went and he saved... It. It doesn't matter. They beat the Monstars. Beat the Monstars. The Toon Squad took the W. But Jordan left the league, and look at how much the league changed. It gave more teams chances to win. Because Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, without Michael Jordan, were nearly helpless. They, they didn't make it as far as they would have with Jordan. Jordan changes that entire team because he's different. It gave teams something not to worry about. Do you think the Rockets would have won the NBA championship against the Bulls? Maybe. Uh, the Rockets in the 90s with Hakeem Olajuwon were pretty filth. Okay, pretty filth. but they didn't get there when Jordan was there. When Jordan right. was in the league, the Knicks, the Knicks wouldn't have stand a chance. They had Patrick Ewing and they had John Stark. Well, I feel like that's proving your point a little bit more that like the Rockets had one player was Hakeem Olajuwon. The Bulls had like five. No, and no, that's no, no the Rockets didn't Bulls. have one player. Y- you look at what? You look Rock, at Ernie Johnston. <laughs> Sure. He was good. They had a bunch. They, so you look at the, the 2013 Red Sox. And it was a different game. And it was baseball. But they weren't a team of all studs. They were a team of a lot of good players and a lot of veteran players. If you put that in the NBA, it works too. Mike Napoli wasn't that great. He was a good player. Johnny Gomes wasn't that great. Jared Saltamamakia has a sick name. He wasn't the best catcher in the league. They didn't have any. Married his high school gym teacher. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> that, is, that is quite the new fact. That is, that yeah, is... let's, let's screw this conversation. Let's talk about Jared Sosa. Conclusion, they were all pretty good. Now, Jared Sosa Lamakia. Oh, my God, Brendan. That is, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Where was I? Oh yeah, comparing the Houston Rockets to the to the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, somehow. But when you look at the Houston Rockets, right? Oh my God, Chase. When you look at the Houston Rockets in 1994, they had Vernon Maxwell, who at the time was an older player but a good role player. 
They had Sam Cassell, who was in his prime. He looked like E.T., but man, could that guy ball. He was filthy. He was a great point guard. And to have him with Hakeem Olajuwon completely changed the way he played because he had someone to pass the ball to. Now, moving on, he had Otis Thorpe, another big rebounder. He helps Hakeem Olajuwon in the paint. He's a defender. He's not an offensive player. Hakeem had the dream shake, but you had Otis Thorpe on the other end to play post-defense. Robert Horry, another good player. Let me pull up his stats real quick. But he was another solid player that people forget about were on these teams. Defensive player. Got a lot of rebounds. Where is this going? (laughs) I'm proving that teams wouldn't make it to the finals with Jordan in the league. Jordan would have beat these teams. Because Jordan was Jordan. Just Michael Jordan alone. Jordan and Rodman. Let me say Jordan and Rodman. It's like Shaq Shaq and Kobe, Jordan and Rodman. The big three for Miami. Or you look at... Kobe and Paul Gasol. the big three for the Bulls. <laughs> they big <laughs> with three. With Scottie Pippen. I say it's it's the big two and the small one. I, I still don't understand why you're not giving Scottie Pippen the credit that he deserves. This is Scottie, clearly bias on your opinion. You just have Scottie it out Pippen, for Scottie Pippen. No, because Scottie Pippen is nothing without Michael Jordan. Okay, I agree with that. <laughs> Scottie <laughs> Pippen is a... <laughs> James just typed in the chat, I'm going to lose this debate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there is no way i could go on as long as you two it's been going for an hour i'm like i'll, take, I'm I'll, so take, tired. Top, I'll take top three i'm fine with that <laughs> top two yeah fuck you fonzie top two yeah wow yeah no top two with jordan at one <laughs> <laughs> but go back to what you were saying, because I want to... I don't even know this. what I was saying anymore. What was I you were, saying? You were saying that people couldn't win with, with Jordan in the league. Oh, because they couldn't. 1994 proves it all. When he was out of the <laughs> league... Because they couldn't. Okay. When he was out of the league, different teams made it to the finals because he played, put a different role in the NBA. He was feared among teams. Look at the 89 Pistons. They were the feared team. That's why Jordan wanted to get better. That's why he wanted Dennis Rodman. That's why Phil Jackson wanted Dennis Rodman. Because they saw how he would play and saw that they would fit in the scheme with Michael Jordan. But when Michael Jordan's taken out of the situation, look at how the league completely changed. Because he wasn't. there was no one to be feared anymore. He was the one they were all trying to beat, and now there was no one to beat. Because he was the guy. I, I, I don't disagree with with when Michael Jordan left the league that that it definitely became easier. I agree with that. But I think this same would have gone if, if Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen weren't on the team either. I really do. I think you look at what Michael Jordan, great basketball player, definitely turned the Bulls around. What he contributed without those two in the late 80s versus what he contributed with those two throughout the 90s. And that tells you everything you need to know. You couldn't get past the Celtics. He couldn't even get out of the first round for the majority of his career. You get Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman in the 90s, they win six championships and create the greatest dynasty that basketball has ever seen. And you look at Shaq, too. You look at Kobe and Shaq. Kobe didn't make it as far as he would without Shaq in the early 2000s. And then in the the late 2000s and 2008, say, when they made it to the finals but lost to the Celtics, he still had Pau Gasol there. Pau Gasol's overlooked, and I I know you overlook him, but if you watch— I don't overlook him, but I I just don't think he's comparable to what Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen did for the Bulls. I think Pau Gasol was a huge part of winning those championships. And I don't disagree that Kobe probably couldn't have done it without him, but that's one player. They didn't have that third guy to make it this big three, and they didn't have those fourth and fifth guys that the Bulls did. That's my 
I, I'm looking at Scottie Pippen right now, and I know I know you don't like that I overlook Scottie Pippen, but the reason I do so is because Scottie Pippen averaged 18 points per game with Jordan on the Bulls, right? Mm-hmm. That's good. That's like that's good, and I'm not. Tell over- us what he averaged at when Jordan wasn't there. I'm, I would imagine that's where you're going. Or exactly when he joined the Trailblazers, and it's going to be when he was injury prone. And no, we're talking about the year after, where he played 60 games with the Houston Rockets and only averaged 14 points per game, a whopping six points less than when he played with Jordan the year before. Wait, your math is way off there. 18 to 14 is four. No, no, that was his career average in Chicago. I'm talking oh, about the year before. Was, so the year before, what did he average? He averaged 20. The, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> to 14 is six points. Right. And when but he didn't have Jordan, when he didn't points, have Jordan, he, that's 20 points each game less that you wouldn't be getting if Scottie Pippen weren't there on the Bulls. Because he he would give the ball to Pippen and make those open opportunities because he would draw defenders onto him because he was so Scottie so Scotty Pippen. So Scottie Pippen was a crucial part of that team then. Yes, not crucial. Because Jordan think? still made the tough shots. He wasn't crucial. That. He just drew every defender away. With he, the just ball. Like, no, he, he just averaged 20 away. points a game. He wasn't good. He just averaged 20 a game and 18 on his career. With he the averaged ball. 20 games. Just Jordan gave him the opportunities to average 20 a game. Jordan didn't give those opportunities to other players before they got there. Elaborate. In the late 80s, you didn't see other guys on the Bulls averaging 20 points a game. You saw it happen when Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen came to the Bulls. Jordan wasn't giving those same opportunities to the players he was playing with in the late 80s. That's why I think Scottie Pippen is such a crucial part of the Bulls and such a crucial part of the Bulls' success. 20 points per game that season. 20. 20 points. 20. That's a lot. I heard you say it three times earlier. That's a ridiculous amount of points that you would not be scoring if Scottie Pippen weren't there and that they didn't score in the late 80s, which is a direct correlation to why they weren't as successful without Pippen and Rodman um, or with them. L- let case me say, let me, no, no, not case closed. Cause in the eighties, guess where Pippen was? Where? Chicago. Yeah. From 87 to 90. <laughs> exactly. Only two years after Jordan was drafted and he averaged seven points per game. Right. So Jordan didn't make him better then. Jordan made him better when he had Rodman to get the rebounds. Pippen right. wasn't anything so without Rodman, and Rodman then. wasn't anything without There it is! This guy checks out! How, did, how was that a big three? What? How was that a big three? You just said that it, they didn't start averaging those high numbers until the third guy... I think it takes three to make a big three. Dennis Rodman, join. Boom, big three. There it is. Now Scottie Pippen starts to average 20 points a game. Given that Pippen wasn't that good before he had anyone with him. Please, please, please. (laughs) Thank you. Bonzi, given that, can, can you just agree that Michael Jordan had more components than Kobe Bryant did? In a starting lineup, yeah. Okay, let's. I won't fight you on the depth of the team, but let's start with the starting five. He had more components in the starting five than Kobe did. He had three out of five components on the team. The other two weren't that good. That's where we disagree, but you said yes to the component thing. <laughs> sure. Tell me, tell me why, then, that Kobe Bryant still has more all-time assists, all-time rebounds, and all-time points than Michael Jordan. What does that have to do with him being the best ever? You could say John Stockton had the most steals of all time, which is why he's the best defensive player ever. Achieved more than Michael Jordan with less components in his starting lineup. Did Kobe go 6-6 in the NBA Finals? 
No. <laughs> well, if he was so good and he was the greatest of all time, he should have been completely unstoppable. But, but Fonz, Kobe, you just said that Kobe had less components in his starting lineup, correct? Sure. He achieved more with less, correct? Sure, on but if he was the greatest of all time, he should be stop, the biggest player stop, that stop, wins every single NBA Finals that he stop, gets into. Stop, stop, stop. You're proving my own point right now by saying that they won every NBA Finals that they were in because of the components. Let's go back to the first part. Uh, let's Don't go after the big picture. Just agree with me on something. Kobe Bryant had less pieces in his starting lineup in his career than Michael Jordan did, correct? I'm not going to say less pieces because Shaq was the best, one of the best less, centers ever. Less, less pieces as a whole out of the five. That doesn't change the quality of the player. You can say he had two out of five instead of three out of five. Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Horace Grant, and Steve Kerr combined? Shaq? He was one yes. of the most dominant players of all time. But all five of those players combined still aren't better than oh, one. First of all, let's say, can we say take Steve Kerr out of the question because Steve Kerr averaged six points per game. So you can't say anything about Steve Kerr. One of the most clutch playoff shooters of all time. So what? So wasn't Jordan. He hit the shot. He beat the Jazz on a buzzer beater. You think Jordan wasn't that clutch shooter? In the playoffs, you win games. And if you win playoff games, you win the championship. That's how it works. I don't consider Steve Kerr to be a pivotal part on that team. Come back to the first part. Come back to the first part that I'm trying to just answer the question and don't go off on this tangent. Kobe Bryant had less components than Michael Jordan in the starting five. Yes. A few seconds ago, you said yes. So, yes. I said yes, but Shaq changes the whole thing because Shaq is the most dominant center of all time. Listen. Listen. He had more components. Yes, Shaq changes the whole thing. I'm not denying that. But he had more. Michael Jordan had more components, correct? Yes. Then how was Kobe Bryant able to beat him in total points, total rebounds, total assists with less components? Easy he, answer. He is the better player. Because he had to take the will because he didn't have the components to give to at the time. But when he got those components, what did he do? He won championships with the components, as did Michael Jordan. Therefore, it puts him on a similar scale. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop, stop, stop yourself right now. No. Fonzie, Fonzie, Fonzie. Total points, assists, and rebounds for a player with less components on a team versus a player with the greatest, on the greatest basketball team of all time, the greatest basketball dynasty of all time, with the greatest big three of all time. The player, the greatest big three less component, who's the greatest big three of all time then? Yeah, like, uh, no. You think I'm going to say McHale? Lonzo, Lamelo, and Leangelo? No, I was going to think like '86 Celtics was filthy. They were more than just a big three; they were a big five. Parrish, though, Parrish was filthy with them. Uh, but I think Pippen, Rodman, and Jordan are much better than those three. I still think Larry Bird's a better shooter than anyone ever. Okay, yeah. And you look at Kevin McHale; he had the ability to get the rebounds. He was the, the he was the Dennis Rodman of that team. Yeah, so when you have to compare I'd rather Dennis Rodman of a team, Dennis Rodman's the better player. Not on offense. Not at all. Yeah, but as a whole, better player. Bottom line, Fonz, and this is my this is my this is my final point. Kobe Bryant was able to achieve much more in terms of statistics than Michael Jordan, and Kobe did it with less help. Kobe also Bottom played for line. longer. Bottom line. Actually, yes. But Kobe Bryant was on the bench for the first three years of his career. 
So what? That doesn't mean he can't be Michael good. Jordan came right in as a starting player and had the opportunity in 1985 from the ground up. Kobe Bryant had to start on the bench for the first three years of his career. And Kobe Bryant still achieved more with less health. Bottom line, that's it. Sure, Michael Jordan won more championships. Sure, he may have all-time playoff points and this and that and shooting percentage and that. Bottom line, Kobe was able to achieve more if you go down the checklist and with less help. Kobe that's played five that. years longer than Michael Jordan did. Therefore, he should have more points and more assists and more steals and more whatever stats you're bringing up. He has the right to have those because he played five more seasons. Even if he is coming off the, even if he is coming off the bench, it doesn't mean he still can't rack up good numbers for like a role player on a team like that. That doesn't mean he can't do it. When he played five more seasons, he should have more points than Michael Jordan. Because he's the better player. <laughs> he played five more years. But he's but he's the better player. Fonz. Subtract subtract five of Kobe's seasons. Yeah. Do it. I want you to do it because I don't want to do math right now. Subtract his seasons and his averages from each of those. I'm not going to do that math. (laughs) Because it's also five more years. We should have more points. And when we compare bench seasons, we look at Jordan on the Wizards. Fonzie, 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 Fonzie. If you want to subtract those five seasons, then I say give Kobe more players on his team too. More more all-star Hall of Fame players on his team. Shaquille O'Neal and... And Horace and Grant, who? who was so great, just not enough. Horace Grant was coming off the bench at the end of his career. Uh, Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen in their primes played with Michael Jordan, so that just isn't comparable. If put, Kobe Bryant, put, put Kobe Bryant in MJ's shoes throughout the 90s, wildly more successful, in my opinion. Would be. And That's this also is, a what if. Leave it. This, it is a what if. I'm not denying it. It is a what if. <laughs> this is all a what if. We will never know. Michael Jordan is retired. Kobe Bryant, unfortunately, passed away after his retirement. The only active player who we haven't heard from at all tonight is LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> who could easily win this argument, but isn't. This is where no, I'll I'm end. not. I'm not. This is where I'll end it. This isn't the end all be all. I think Kobe. we should do this again. Oh, we will. This, we need this, to do this with other sports, too. Let's no, be real. We'll, this could get great. Sure, for sure. Like, hockey that, would be wild. I called Zdeno Chara. <laughs> I called Dennis Seidenberg. I finish. Before I finish, single game scoring leaders. Take away all the cast and all the uh, all the players on the team and what the league was like at that time. Single game scoring leaders. Number two on the list is Kobe Bryant with 81 points in a single game. Yeah, number one's Will. Yeah, with 100. Uh, at a yeah. Number one is Kobe. Uh, number two is Kobe Bryant. Jalen Rose. Of the three players, J- Kobe. Jalen Rose. No. <laughs> Jalen Rose was not that great of a defender. Okay. <laughs> That's Listen, who we put eighty-one on. Buddy, I just told you don't worry about the other stuff because you could say the same thing for the teams that Michael Jordan played against and put up these points. The highest, the highest number of points that Michael Jordan put up in a single game in his career was sixty-nine points. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Bryant on this list of all-time single game scoring is on this list from the one I printed out four times. And his fourth highest scoring game ties LeBron James first. So that, for me, see you, Chase. Boom roasted. Oh, I was already gone. Don't worry. I know. (laughs) 
I don't know I, enough. This is the beginning. The harder argument to have is between Le, uh, Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, because LeBron's is, already up there at one. That's why. Because I <laughs> wanted to win this argument. Oh, I feel like oh. no one's going to ever win this argument because we're just going to keep on going. No one's ever going to win this argument. That's why you just to, uh, there's, a, there's a contradiction to literally everything. If you think about it, right? Like, sure, Kobe dropped 81. Okay, that's cool. And 65 and 62 and 61. Sure. But like Jordan's name only appears in that list twice. But that doesn't matter. That's one game. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a single game that's a talent display in an average game for the player. Sure, but then he, if we look past stats, we look at the type of player and type of teammate and type of leader they all were. Kobe was a great leader, and I'm not going to take that away from him. And yeah. he had the Mamba mentality. But if we want to talk about who had the mentality to win championships before Kobe came around, Michael Jordan was it. He went nothing short of trying to win an NBA title. Not once, not ever. That's all he wanted to do. If he lost a game, he was angry about it. When he won his fifth that's NBA that's title. That's stupid argument. You think Kobe Bryant lost and was happy about it? No athlete loses a game, loses a championship, and says, well, whatever. Just yeah, Magic Johnson. Just ask Giselle. You know, Listen, Walter dropped that, the pass. That, that isn't an argument. Whenever Michael Jordan lost, he was upset. That's every athlete ever. That's me when I lose my local high school hockey game. That's you when you lose your JV hockey game. Hey, hey, hey. Do not disrespect it. Me and Chase are filthy at the game of hockey. That's not disrespect. I just wanted to draw a line where there needed to be a line drawn. What, that JV <laughs> hockey is the most electrifying team in Pingree Sports history? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another debate for next podcast. Athletes... Athletes who lose get angry. Yeah, that's not specific to Michael Jordan. But when Michael won his fifth title, he said, I want to win another. I'm sure Kobe said the same. Everyone does. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that. What, do you think he was going to call it a day after winning one? <laughs> that's what Peyton Manning did. Yeah, but Peyton Manning didn't say that, oh, I just want to win the one Everything and I don't want to try He won at the end of his career <laughs> and then said, I'm retiring. Because I'm going out on top. Athletes don't come into the sport hoping to win one championship, get the opportunity to win another, and say, no thanks. That's like winning the lottery, for example. Just because, like, let's say a millionaire, like, you know, wins the lottery. If you, if, or not even a millionaire, a nice upper middle class family has the chance to win the lottery. Do you think just because they're an upper middle class family doing well for themselves, they're going to look at the lottery and say, no, thank you. No, it's the same premise. If you have an opportunity to win more, you do it. And that's the bottom line. At that's the end the of the power day, of the Home Depot. We will never come to an agreement. On <laughs> what is win. happening? We will never come to an agreement. And I've accepted that. No, we won't. And I also uh, don't subscribe to the, you know, everyone's a winner. Fonzie, you and I talked about this. The <laughs> oh, the Little League World Series one? Oh, fuck them kids. <laughs> Get me started on that. Yeah, high five everyone. Not, not, you just hit a grand slam on me. I'm going to give you a high five. <laughs> I'm not going to congratulate you on a nice argument. You had a great argument and you put forth some great statistics, some great numbers, and it gives the listeners a lot to think about. And I think, I the think same Chase won. Lack thereof on Chase's part. but Yeah. Chase won this whole thing because he didn't have to say anything and didn't have to, have to work on the sweat. This is how we're going to determine the winner. Comment down below who you think the greatest basketball player is. Don't not who you think had the greatest argument. Take that into consideration, but don't just say that, you know, 
Fonzie had the best argument, so I think that it was Michael Jordan. Actually, tell us who you think, because we want to know who you guys think. We want, to, yeah, we want to build our arguments. We want to see what right. the people think, so we can have a correspondence what we think. Because I'm sure there's plenty of things that we all missed here. I, I know, I sure as hell definitely missed something, but I'm too dumb to realize it. It's just, it's, it's not, it's just who I am. We like to see what you guys think, and it changes how we think of a situation. Like, if someone brings up a, a game-changing point, I, I can't give an example, but like it's like, oh shit, you're right. You right. just changed my entire perspective on this. Like the Little League World Series is awesome. It's competitive. A kid just hit a grand slam on me and high fived them. That changes everything. It shows that kids aren't competitive, and it shows that it's a waste of time if you don't go to play to win. But that's that's just a, a small a small point of what it could be. Yeah. No one's going to win this argument because we're going to keep going on for days and contradicting each other. Chase is the real winner here. Oh, uh, believe me. I have, may I just say my closing statement? I think this will help me win. Sure. Everybody that votes for me, I'll Venmo you a dollar. Oh. <laughs> Everybody that. <laughs> you, have, you have listening issues? <laughs> Did I not just say they're voting for the best player and not who had the best argument? Doesn't are matter. You, are you deaf? Every- Everybody that votes for LeBron. A vote for LeBron is a vote for Chase. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, Chase. Appreciate it. I think that's a great way to wrap it up. A vote no, for LeBron no, is a no, vote no, for no, Chase. No, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I want to leave the podcast with. First of all, no one will ever win this argument because it's one of those things that, like, there's no definitive statement. When you run the numbers, to me, especially when you run the statistics, Jordan and Kobe have very similar numbers. They like, if you say they win one competition, the other one, another, uh, they really play the same, the same exact style of basketball. If you look at their style of basketball, they're really similar players. Jordan was a mentor for Kobe. They won basically the same amount of championships, a good handful of championships. And to me, that's where that's where the argument is going to end. Fonzie and I are going to agree to disagree, and we're just going to leave it at that, and we'll definitely come back to this argument, hopefully soon. We'll do this for other sports, but uh, hey, Fonzie, you put up a hell of a fight tonight, kid. Chase, yeah. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> right. Oh, I am completely accepting of it. Do not worry. Brennan, all the respect for you, man. You put up everything that I could have thought of. Uh, I like this. I like arguing about things. Yeah. And, uh, I, I'll do this again. Yeah. I, I need to, I gotta, uh, yeah, I need to we'll do everything. We'll do it again, for sure. Oh, this was great. Um, this is pretty much where it's going to end here for tonight, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Hit us up on Instagram at TBR Sports, on Twitter at TBR Sports. Once again, we don't have a Snapchat. Some companies do. Like we, let's we do get not. a premium Snapchat. Ah. We do have only for now. So, you know, we don't, have a, we don't have a Snapchat. We're just the bad sports media account. That's just the way it goes for us. But, um, you know. Oh, and one we, more thing. Uh, I mentioned this on Socially Distant, but I think I should mention it on the review. Uh, what we have coming up because of quarantine, we're talking, Fonzie and I are talking big TBR Wiffle Ball League this summer that we're going to that we're gonna film and televise. Carpet and I have been talking about a ping pong league. Very, that is game over. That is all me. That is Chase, all me. I'll just say, last summer, you, me, and Brownie had, like, competitive, heated ping pong matches. If we can bring those to the TBR table, oh, the summer a, is that's done. That's the thing, <laughs> buying my own personal paddle. And, Dude, I want to get a custom one. 
We're bringing <laughs> back TBR golf matches. Not bringing back. Uh, we had one, and the footage got deleted accidentally because my computer is an invalid. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Fonzie, wrap it up. Episode 32. Just look forward to all that stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, thank you guys so much for watching. We know it's a tough time for everyone at home. We're, we're in a pandemic. Uh, no, None of us have been through this. Everyone's losing their shit. Stay calm. Listen to TBR Sports. It's what we do. Uh, but if you want some real reliable sports media, uh, I've got a page. Just DM me. Uh, there are big Canes fans there. So, you know, they love Andre. I don't, I don't, I I don't even know if we should go there. Um, no, we should. I'm no. sorry. They're fake Canes fans. Um, but, you know, if you want some good sports media, then go over to their account. But, uh, you know, we're going to remain undefeated, never lost like LeVar Ball. Um, that's just how we are. That's just what we do. We are sports. winners. <laughs> yes, we are. We are not losers. We do not copy people. We do not take other people's content. We are original. We don't own the podcast, but we own ourselves. We own TBR Sports. Do own we, own, podcast, we, do own <laughs> we don't own the world, the, the podcast itself, like what a podcast is. Oh, okay. The idea. That was the point. The idea of a podcast. We don't own that. <laughs> Nope. Google so, Drive does. Yeah, Google Drive owns the rights to our podcast. All the great podcasts are. <laughs> so That's exciting. all I got to say. Thank you so much, TBR Loyal, for tuning in every single time that we can. You guys are the best. We care for you guys. The Indiana guy, all those people out there that support us, we love Show you. Man! Yank you with no brim guy. We love you. Hey, no brim guy. Shout out. Um, <laughs> I'm so mad the Pats drafted a kicker in the fifth round, but... um. Thank you guys for watching. A Till vote for time. Chase is a vote for LeBron. Till next time. Had to get a brand new bed. Cause I get bored too quick. Had to get a brand new ice. Cause I get bored too quick. Cut off, upgrade. Got bored too quick. Life, God, lemonade. Just love my wrist. I get bored too quick. 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 Cut her off. Upgrade. Got bored too quick. Life, God, lemonade. Just love my wrist.